This is the Daily Views Podcast, a different type of podcast where you can hear some of the latest thoughts on things happening on topics ranging from religion to politics, from social justice issues to business. Welcome to the Daily Views Podcast. I'm Thomas Lineweaver, and today we're talking about employment and the minimum wage. And as everybody knows, employment is an important part of a functioning society. And certainly in the last year, we've shifted from support our essential workers to their living off the government dole seemingly overnight. However, people are paid in even the most common of workplaces, which is absolutely important. How workers are treated by employers is important. People deserve better pay. The U.S. minimum wage is less than half the minimum wage for a single adult. That's $15.41 an hour, or roughly $32,000 a year before tax. That's according to national data compiled by MIT. It's a third of what a family of four needs to live around $21.50 per hour per parent, or almost $90,000 a year combined. The minimum wage is the amount set by law and determines the least amount someone can be paid. It was originally set to allow workers enough income to stay out of poverty. The minimum wage concept has failed because it hasn't kept pace with the rising cost of living, causing many working people to live below the poverty level. The living wage is often confused with the national minimum wage. In fact, the terms are often used interchangeably. The U.S. Congress originally created the minimum wage with the intent to provide a living wage. According to Fast Company, the federal minimum wage was raised to $7.25 per hour in July 2009, which was an increase from $6.65 per hour set one year prior and has remained stagnant ever since. But the fight to earn $15 per hour isn't merely about making more money from employment. So much more is in play. In a recent viral video, workers at a McDonald's drive through shared a sign with those going right through the drive through about the shortage of staff at their establishment with customers as they passed in the line for food. According to the April 2021 jobs report released by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, the unemployment rate was sitting at just 6.1%, and the number of unemployed persons at 9.8 million. 
The Wall Street Journal reported a record of 8.1 million job openings across the country. That's a lot of jobs. It's not a matter of people not wanting to be employed. People don't want to work for so little income. There is no labor shortage, as many have said. Just a mass shortage of people who will end up working for starvation wages, especially following a deadly pandemic in which has hit low-income workers even harder. We must reassess the future of employment. With an extra $300 a week for those out of work during the pandemic, it's critical that employers think differently in terms of helping to raise the minimum wage. The GOP now wants to block the progress that's being made. Republican governors from Montana, South Dakota, Utah, Iowa, and Arkansas, for example, have already announced that they will cut unemployment benefits in order to force more people back to work. If Republicans truly wanted to abide by their free market ideals, they would recognize that in order to stay competitive, employers must adapt to the demands of the market and pay their workers what they are worth. I just read a story about how a worker in Maryland had a business in which he ended up bringing some workers back but couldn't afford to bring others back and couldn't bring in business. It wasn't until he ended up raising how much he was paying his workers and he saw new workers come in and he saw an explosion in his business within recent weeks. Instead of helping to raise the minimum wage, many states are opting to slash unemployment benefits, oppose significant increases in the federal minimum wage, and have the government subsidize businesses by forcing employees to rely on assistance like food stamps to get by. Same as it ever was. The COVID-19 pandemic has exposed the reality that our economy is dependent on exploitation. As the virus spread, many workers watched their bosses prioritize profit over the lives of employees who risked their health and lives to work frontline jobs during a pandemic that has already killed over five hundred thousand people in this country. While these low-wage workers braved the pandemic, their CEOs cashed in. A new report from the Institute for Policy Studies found that among the 100 S&P 500 firms with the lowest median worker wages, 51 rigged the rules in 2020 to award CEOs large bonuses while their low-wage employees suffered. Average CEO pay skyrocketed 29% to over $15 million, while average employee salaries fell to barely $28,000. it has been well over a decade since Congress raised the federal minimum wage. 
But meanwhile, the CEOs and spectators who get rich off minimum wage labor have seen their fortunes skyrocket. If the minimum wage had increased in the same rate as Wall Street bonuses since 1985, it would be worth $44 an hour today. With all of this in mind, would you put your life on the line for $7.25 an hour? For employers, the lesson should be simple. If you want workers, pay them a living wage. If you love this podcast, check me out on Facebook, Tommy C. Lineweaver, and also on Twitter and Instagram at Tommy Lineweaver. And also, don't forget to check out our website at TommyCLineweaver.com. That's TommyCLineweaver.com.